You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. I received a piece of work from the desk of Paul Hutchinson, sales manager at 91 in Cape Town. And the piece explains why even bad timing trumps inertia when it comes to equity investing. And the headline is be decisive and act. And Paul, I know you're very passionate about this because at the end of the sentence, be decisive and act, there's an exclamation mark. So you're keen to get your point across, I think. Indeed, Lindsay. Thank you. And thanks for the opportunity. I think for many investors, the timing of when or even if to invest in equities always seems fraught with danger. Even now, we talk about the risk of recession, interest rates on the rise, countries are at war. Basically, the picture now is stark, and it has been many times in history, and yet equity markets tend to go up over time. So we came across a fascinating piece of research done by Schwab, and in their piece of work, they looked at different investment implementation strategies, and they really defined five different ways that investors can look to access equity markets over time. And the first was perfect timing. So I think you'll agree that it's impossible to time the markets accurately even once per year. And and this study ran over a 20-year period. Sorry to interrupt you, but it would be sheer luck if you pick the bottom and the top if you're a trader or a longer-term investor. So you're quite right. 100%. But just for completeness, what they did is they looked at an investor who picked the lowest entry point each calendar year for 20 years, and they compared that outcome to an investor who invested immediately on the first day of each calendar year versus an investor who dollar cost averaged in over 12 months every month for 20 years versus the unluckiest investor in the world who picked the highest entry point each calendar year. And then finally, just for completeness, they also looked at an investor who couldn't make up his or her mind and stayed in cash. And the results are quite interesting in that obviously the investor who perfectly timed the market, did the best, but it was the investor who invested immediately on the first calendar day of each year that did almost as well as the perfect timer. And again, intuitively, it kind of makes sense because equity markets do go up over time. And in order to benefit from equity markets going up, you need to be invested. And I guess the key output, though, is market timing or the worst possible timing materially outperformed staying in cash by a factor of three, which I found quite fascinating. So even the person who is the unluckiest investor materially outperformed the indecisive investor who couldn't make up his or her mind and stayed in cash. Well, this is very interesting because with interest rates going up over the last year and a half or so, depending on which country you're in, and we can talk about South Africa because interest rates have been going up and the likelihood is that they will continue to go up a bit. That's my view, not the 91 view. People are starting to talk about cash again. Say, well, look, now cash is uh, cash is slightly above inflation or level with inflation, so it's more attractive. But I think what this article is saying is the same thing that's been drummed into me as an interviewer over the years, that it's time in the market, not timing of the market. Correct. And what we did is we replicated the Schwab study with the South African equity markets. And what was interesting, I mentioned that um, the worst timing outperformed staying in cash by a factor of three, in the South African marketplace, staying in cash only underperformed investing immediately by half the time. So investing immediately outperformed by a factor of two. And I think that's reflective of the higher nominal interest rates available to investors in South Africa over the past 20-year period. So even with 
interest rates escalating, one would still expect over a long-term period for investing in equities to materially outperform cash. What was also interesting is staying in cash barely outperformed inflation over that 20-year period. So you do run the material risk of seeing your money go backwards after tax if one stays in cash. I'm not going to ask you to divulge any 91 statistics, but it would be very interesting to see what the retail investor is doing at the moment in terms of the cash and fixed income versus uh, equities, given the fact that there's a slight amount of uncertainty in the equities markets. And as I said, interest rates going up. But from my experience over many years, people get it wrong, even with advisors like 91 saying that this is the time to invest rather than to go into cash. It would be a good study, I think. Yeah, I think you can get a sense of where retail investors are placing their their investments just by looking at retail household bank deposits, which are sitting at 1.6 trillion, which is up almost 100 billion on a year ago. So you do get a sense that, to your point, we collectively as South Africans are staying in cash. The higher nominal interest rates do appear attractive, but we would argue that investors need to spend some time with their financial advisors, understand their personal risk profiles, understand their longer-term financial goals, and through that process, recognize that they do need exposure to growth assets to ensure that they can meet their longer-term financial goals, and as a result, do need to have at least a portion of their assets invested in growth assets like equities to ensure that they are able to maintain their, their standard of living when they finally get to retirement. And I'm sure what you've done as well is have a look at the markets and also have a look at the 91 Equity Fund, which is an actively managed portfolio of domestic and also overseas listed equities. And it's got a long term track record. And I think the stats that you've come out with sort of independent stats would be replicated by the 91 Equity Fund. Or am I being presumptuous? No, I think what we're saying is, yes, firstly, the fund has delivered an exceptional long term track record over almost 30 years now. And in talking to the portfolio managers, they do acknowledge that it's a difficult and volatile investment environment, but they are suggesting that there remain opportunities, attractive opportunities that they can identify and put into the portfolio to benefit ultimately investors over the longer term. Okay, the message is be in the market. You may not get it right for the first three to six months, maybe even longer if it's a prolonged stagnation or bear market. But being in the market over the longer term is much better than sitting back and suddenly picking your own time to get into it. We just think that it's an almost impossible task for anyone to pick the perfect time mm. to be invested and therefore to in the event that you do come across some money to at least put that money to work for you through time. Paul, sensible stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Paul Hutchinson is sales manager at 91 in Cape Town. And that was headed Be Decisive and Act. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.